Hello, and welcome to another episode of What You Say, where we are two moms here to encourage, empower, and inspire with love and laughter. I'm Amber. And I'm Melanie. Hey, Mel, what's up? Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Happy New Year. A new season, a new walk, a new focus, a new outlook. That's what we got. Yes, honey, but some of us don't. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, some of us don't, honey. Oh. You know, and it's it's so sad because after uh seemed like 20 years in 2020 all wrapped up in one, you would think that you just want to f- just come fresh and anew. No, no, you want to bring your idiocy, idiocracies and simpleness and all kind of dumb into the new year. And who else are we talking about? <laughs> some folks don't ever 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 change you get old and you stay old and stagnant and in the same place it, but it, disposed by yes my- it, it's just you know just continue with the lies the deceit the fabrications the, and, and it's just ridiculous and people are like look come on now you you just come on just come on, stop whining, stop frying, and just <sighs> concede. What is the problem? The political outcome as it is. The people have spoken. They've found nothing fraudulent. So just stop it with trying to nullify and trying to get your way in this process. It won't work because it's over. It it doesn't make it's not even political. It's not even political anymore because we got folks just saying these quote unquote loyalist, you know, and I don't understand how you can be so loyal when you have already seen in the past what he has done to people who claim that they are loyal, but they might sneeze wrong and he's firing folks. So I don't understand. He's not going to give you anything. You're not going to get anything from it. So I don't understand. I mean, unless you just drank some of the juice. I I don't understand it. (laughs) I really don't. You know, it's interesting, you know, right before this whole runoff, of course, where everyone, all eyes are now focusing on Georgia. He went there to Dalton, Georgia, to hold a rally ahead of this runoff, trying to in some way encourage these 30,000 plus people who have decided they ain't vote no more because I guess they resolved that November. They sat out then. Some of them sat out then and they just going to sit out now. So they're trying to rally these people to vote for the people that they want to put in place. Of course, these two millionaire multi-millionaire Republicans, Purdue and Law Effler, or Low Effler. Loffler. Loffler, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, you know, they, they feel that they're their last hope at having some form of say in the way of democracy. But, you know... Democracy? The, I know he's not talking about... Dem- <laughs> well, Ooh, the only okay. thing he mentioned that's in the way of democracy is the increase of the stimulus package. Well, but see, even the people that were there didn't want to hear about any of that. They didn't want to hear about the stimulus package. They didn't want to hear about the wall. They didn't want to hear about 
anything else except for what they want to focus on is what they see as voter fraud. It's it's really sad. And and then you have you know me in being in the DMV, which is the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, you have national news outlets and just people, just outlets and media outlets in general stating to the local people if you don't live in downtown dc don't go to downtown dc and i'm like where are we living now we just can't go to different places because of crazy mm-hmm. crazy it is is just and and the the other thing is that you have people that are on the senate floor unfortunately one member passed of covid and these people aren't taking it serious, seriously still, not wearing the mask. Now they're all converging on one another and having these big events, people who have already tested positive there too. And now with everything that's going on, you have the sergeant in arms telling people of Congress, don't travel like you nor- normally do. Come in four hours earlier. You know, you have to come in in a secret passageway and one of them said, wait a minute, I might have to carry my Glock. I said, well, what kind of thing is going on here? This is supposed to be, this is supposed to be a time where in years past, the votes have been counted. Electorals have been, have been deemed worthy, signed, sealed, and delivered. And this time you're just opening these envelopes and stating the fact. And that's it. Yeah. But you... <laughs> it's, been, it's been a formality for generations. But part of the people, part of the struggle with those in Georgia is that Biden is the first Democrat to win the presidential race in Georgia since 1992. So their rallying in this whole runoff is because for generations, people have been voting Republican. And for this to happen is just unsettling to a number of the people in that, uh, you know, they've been able to make great impact in the um, the metro Atlanta area by attracting these suburban voters. And, and I say they, I'm referring to Ossoff and Warnock. And this has been very troubling again to these to these different voters who have for generations upon generations seen where they have had the upper hand and it's very frustrating to them. It's very difficult for them to recognize that they may, they will likely have to concede because again, should these two congressmen be seated, this will tie up the votes. Um, this, this will tie both portions of the, ha- the house. And of course, Kamala will have the deciding vote, giving the Democrats control of both parts of the House. So they find this whole thing frustrating. I, I, I'm just, just bewildered even at the fact that not only that, but we've also had, um, we've had uh, our, our uh, um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name. Good heavens. She's now Speaker of the House. Um, why am I seeing Nancy, Nancy Pelosi? Nancy Pelosi, thank you so much. <laughs> she is she is of course been voted in, and she is the now Speaker of the House. So it's been it's frustrating to them to not have control. 
they have felt like there are many of those that were interviewed feel like their values, what they think, what they want is now not going to be represented. Um, and the struggle, you know, again, for them is this whole frustration that for centuries, something for decades, something has happened and now it has changed. And I think that the political culture and the awareness of people has changed. We have seen so much overt racism. We've seen so much uh, um, unlegislative things taking place in our society, things caught on tape, things that have been done right in front of our very eyes. And I think that people have had changes of hearts about the way things are being done in this country. Mm -hmm. And I you're, think you're, that's not a reason, that's not a reason to just ignore, but one to really consider that, you know, people are looking for a change because we have become a very divided nation as others have looked upon and seen so many of the unseemingly things that have gone on in our nation's capital. So no, you're absolutely correct. I mean, and, and, and it's just it's just sad because what people need to understand is the history, but behind the part, the two parties, if they really go back and, and look at the history of Democrats and Republicans, they will see some things, you know, and, and, it, and it will come to light a lot of different things. And granted, it's not about a party. It's not about because you have Republicans who believe certain things. And, and I get it. I get it. Just as you have Democrats that, that believe uh, different things. But at the same time, when you have Republicans pitted to, against one another, th there's something wrong with that. It's like, OK, you have a Republican that says, OK, wait a minute. You know, racism isn't good. Uh, these people should be treated fairly. But then you have another Republican that says, I don't know what you're talking about. They're just fine. There's a problem there. And then they look at the other cross-eyed because they think, well, why aren't you on my side? You're a Republican. Yeah, exactly. Like, what does that even mean now? What does that even mean? Okay, well, I'm a Republican. So what? I still have morals, values, and and I need to make sure that I'm of good character. Well, they're struggling because, again, as you say, their own constituents are saying, you know what? This is against what we have established in this country for years as a democracy, a system that has been in place, and now you're trying to go against it. Paul Ryan was saying, this is not the Republican Party of old, and it's not. It has completely mm -mm. changed, and it's been clear to us um, since this sitting president has come in that he was making every attempt to become a monarch in this country, which is against the Constitution and things that have laid a foundation in terms of how this government is supposed to be orchestrating itself. And he wants to completely change the face of what is considered democracy, where people won't have say, people will just be told and just have to go in accordance with what he would deem to be the appropriateness. But thank God, thank God, thank God, the people have had their say and that there's going to be a day of reckoning on the 20th of this month and that if need be, there will be military escort of him off of the premises and out of the White House. Mm, yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Yes, we have had our say. And we're going to say a little bit more about this when we come back after this message.
And we are back. Yes, we are in 2021. Oh, my goodness. This, uh, this, all of this, you know, we want, we don't, we don't advocate violence. We don't want anyone to be hurt or anything. Nevertheless, and I'm just speaking biblically. Sometimes for me, I feel like I can be Elisha. <laughs> because you have a group of people and 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 if you're just joining us we are talking about the entrance of 2021 and 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 how the change this, of power the changing of power but but the problem is is that you're still mixing in simpleness with that but the what i find interesting is that this whole protest that's that's happening as we speak um like I, again i feel like elisha sometimes because sometimes i just want to say lord just open up the ground and swallow all of them and that's it you know i know people might say oh that's just so wrong well no what they're doing is wrong or lord just like you did have them if they want to start fighting let them fight each other you know just end it that way and, and, you know, sometimes people would say, well, that's just wrong. You just mean and you just evil. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, there are those that feel like inciting a whole lot of violence and calamity is the answer to this. But truly, it is not. It is not. It, it, it You know, God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author that man should be warring to gain power or usurp authority one over another. When God said all men, that's just what he meant, all. And grateful for his mercy because, you know, he doesn't look upon us the way we may tend to look upon each other. But he's merciful regardless because he looks at the intent of our hearts. And we have to recognize, yes, when this change of power comes, this is going to be a huge, huge undertaking because, again, this country is so divided and people are so hard-hearted and callous about thinking about even being their brother's keeper. You know, yeah. it's sad because if it doesn't impact them, it's not of any value or any importance to do anything about it or to make change. And that's pretty sad when we don't have a conscience to think that somebody else wants every opportunity that I have. Somebody wants that. Nobody, I don't know of any situation where anybody gets in line and says, oh, I'll take the poor. I'll take the sick and afflicted. I'll take the less than, than what society says. No. No, they don't. They don't. But it's, it's, it's bad because people, and I... I really believe that people don't even think they don't even they don't think about certain things. They just do it. They're, they they act on emotion. And when you act on emotion and feelings, there's no thought into that in that. It's just you're acting out of fear. You're acting out of hatred. You're and, and you're not thinking about who is this going to affect in the long run? Who is it going to affect? You Can know. I ask a question about the effects? Here's my question. Here we have Mitch McConnell, who has been, you know, the leader 
of his Republican Party in the House and controlling things. But yet he comes from a state that is the most impoverished in the country. How do you not think to do something that's going to benefit the people of your state in a more valuable way than you are in throwing those few little coins you have at them so that they'll vote the way you want them to? How do you Be- how do you because do that? it's the, he's not thinking it's not a it's he's selfish it's not about the people if you look at a lot of these people that are in office that are wanting certain things and and, and it, let's look at the, the main one I call him the poto person occupying the oval okay now if this whole and I even thought this whole $2,000 thing, I was like, mm, that's not, that's one, he's trying to either not sign anything or he's trying to see if somebody will take the bait because so he can get the vote. And then after he, if, if he gets the vote, he's not going to give it to you. And this is the problem. He doesn't care about anybody but himself, anybody but himself. And it's, it's sad when you have someone who is supposed to hold the highest seat in this country, you know, just selfish. You can't do that. You cannot. I, like I said before, being president, you know, and holding that type of leadership is like being a parent, being a parent to all of these children. What do I have to do? These are all my children. What do I need to do to make them happy? To keep them, you know, and I'm, you're not going to, again, when you're a parent and you have kids, yeah, everybody's not going to be happy. You're just not. And you're not going to like everything that you have to do or they're not going to like everything that, that they have to do that you're asking them to do. But yet and still, you are providing a service. And those people should be happy because what? We're paying. We're, we're paying you, paying where you live, what you drive, all of that. Not only is he supposed to be, he or she supposed to be taking care of the country, those that dwell in the country, but again, we're also paying for that as well. And he just does not care. Well, to your point of him wanting to approve this $2,000 stimulus, it's all back to his plan about money and that's always the foundation behind anything that he does if it in any way would benefit the people it's about money because his objective has been clearly and continuously about just getting this country back to work people back to their jobs and I'm not saying that's a totally wrong thing but this is of course messing with his money by these businesses being shut down. He's not in, even at his rally, he mentioned not a word about addressing the pandemic. And he, was, but he never has. Well, this, no, look. We, we understand that was good. You he's know, consistent. A hoax for, for, forever. But he's been, he's still consistent about that. But even in the face of all these lives lost that could have been impacted, that could have been dealt with, again, to your point, he just doesn't care. It's about money. It's always about money and his businesses and what he stands to gain in the long run. So if it means 
shelling out a few bucks that he could get people to go back to work so his businesses can get back to work and underway and he can continue to fill his um, pockets with money. That's what it's about. The only way that they would even consider anything as it relates to the pandemic is if they can get money out of these pharmaceutical yep, companies. That's it. And that's what these two in Georgia, that's part of their plan that, you know, if we get this this pandemic thing, uh, we can get our money back from all, all these investments they're making. See, they think that people are, are just dumb to what's happening. So they want to make that a part of their that's why we should be put back in, pl- you know, in place. We're going to really stay loyal to Donald some way, but we're really looking out for our own multi-million dollar pockets exactly. and that's their basis. Mm. But the it Democrats is- want to do more than just pass a stimulus package. They want to increase the minimum wage. They want to impact an infrastructure um package they want to deal again with the COVID-19 recovery spending because you have people that have people that are frontliners who have gotten the gotten the uh virus and have had to be out of work and without pay for months (laughs) and we're talking about the people that are the first line of defense so, yeah. you know, we, you know, more has to be looked at in the way of trying to keep those that, yes, we want to keep them healthy and safe. And we want to keep even the social workers that have to go in and deal with families. We want to make sure they have the right protective equipment going in and out of these suites. But we need to make sure that if these people get sick, that they have something to fall back on in the way of finances to take care of their families because they haven't stopped working. They haven't stopped making a sacrifice. That, you're absolutely right. I mean, and not, and not just that, you have people that, I mean, it, it got to the point where people were about thought that they were just going to be out on the street come the, come the turn of the, uh, the new year. And it's it's horrible that you would, put people in limbo like that and that's what I don't understand even these people that are supporting him are those same said people that are benefiting from the stimulus that may have been out on on their bum that may have you know had all types of things not having these things but these people still want to say yeah it's rigged it's a scam it's it's you know I'm like what what this is why I say they're not thinking. They're not thinking. And it's 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 sick. It is. It's sick. Again, they're stuck in their own lanes, their own minds, their own values. And again, they don't care about those that are really being impacted by it. That's the bottom line. It's not that they're not thinking. They don't care. They're not trying to think. They're not trying to open their hearts and minds to recognize that this hardship is greater than what they want, greater than what what has been established as a generational thing when it comes to the voting process. It's bigger than that. And they are just so narrow-minded and stiff-necked, it's sad. And you know, uh, this is how I feel. He should just go and buy himself a big old island and take all his supporters with him. See, they, and then they can just have all the, the lay of the land and they can build towers and they can build banks, their own systems and everything else and just be right there and don't come back over here. <laughs> a one-way <laughs> ticket, you can be your own entity. Mm-mm. Good luck. Exactly. You. you want him? Yeah. Go ahead. Go on. Go on, please. 
you know, and hire all your loyalists and let them work for you. Pay them a salary and you guys can be happy. Because you're getting what you want. You're establishing it how you want it. You don't have to be around the people that you don't like. Right. And he can be the monarch for his for until he draws his last breath and whoever he institute to follow in his footsteps, there you go. Yeah. So he's getting he get everything he wants. And that they want. You know. Exactly. And I know we can talk a lot about this, but we need to segue into our loving me. Because you had touched on something about money. It was this money. He just wants the money. And that is one thing that God has always said for and people get this wrong. It's not it's not Money is the root of all kinds of evil. It's the love of the money is the root of all kinds of evil. And you see it. You see it. And, you know, I just pray that one, people will begin to educate themselves this year. Educate themselves. See, my two words for this year is focus and ambition. Okay, that's what I have to instill in my children. But those are the types of things that you you really need to focus on the things that are at hand. Don't let things just sway you. Don't because there are a lot of a, a lot of wag the dog moments where there are bigger things that are going on and then something comes in to distract you. Don't get distracted. Stay on point, stay the course, you know, and you just have to do do more research, educate yourself. There is nothing wrong with that. You get yourself a book, go on Google, you know, figure out what, what is this? Why is it like this? Educate yourself on the two parties, you know, the history of it. That's a good thing to start with, you know, so that you can know where it come, came from, how it came about and, and the racial divide that is in there. So, you, you know, just thinking about a new year some people you know do vision boards some people get journals and new planners and things like that focus on something that is edifying that is a is a good thing for you this year even if it's just one thing to focus on that you purpose in yourself to do um that you never thought that you would have done or could do or something that you just wanted to do focus on that thing i'm not saying that you have to get it done in this year but start the process start activate it once you focus on it then you start the activating of it okay so then you can see when it comes to manifest when it comes to be manifested you said look oh my goodness this is all i had to do and i could have done this a while back so you never know what can come out of it but we don't want to leave you without praying, especially now. We, we want to pray for the frontliners as well. Lord, we ask you right now to cover those that are in the midst of this protesting and this, the debacle of the electoral counting. We ask you to cover those that are on the, the, the Senate floor, the Congress floor. We ask you to cover those that are out in the streets. We ask you to send your, ange- your angels to be encamped around them. We ask you, Lord, to cover their families, cover friends, people that they know who are on the front line that may be affected with, affected by this. We ask you to continue to cover and protect and, and provide as well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
Amen, amen, amen. Yes, so indeed. this is a new year, and we would love to hear from you. Good, bad, ugly. <laughs> you can reach us or you can follow us on IG at What You Say Podcast. That's W H A T C H U Say Podcast. Or you can and you can email us at what you say podcast number one at gmail.com. So until next time, when you see something crazy, hear something strange, always say what you say. <laughs> until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.